Welcome to the Faith Seeking Freedom Podcast, a project of the Libertarian Christian Institute. Your questions about faith and liberty deserve thoughtful answers, and we're dedicated to giving you solid responses so you can live free and flourish. If there were never a fall and we were still living in the Garden of Eden, would profit still be possible or, or moral? Or what, what would be the role of profit if there were such a thing? That's an economics question. So this is really good that we can you know, incorporate this a little bit. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, it's an economics question, but it's, it's really primarily an, an ethics question. When we look at how we actually approach the topic of economics from an Austrian perspective, you know, it's a very logical sort of science. And, and that's actually one of the hallmarks of Austrianism compared to other schools of economic thought is, you know, it isn't overly quantitative and trying to forecast with all these fancy formulas that fail 99% of the time to accurately predict anything. It's it's a logical science. Economics is is based on what we actually observe about the way the world works and human behavior and all these sorts of things. So if we're talking about a pre-fall state, there's some sense in which we don't exactly know how it all would work because none of us alive today have ever known a pre-fall state. We have no idea what that you know, actually looked like in day-to-day practice. But we know that capitalism is not unethical, that markets are not unethical, and the, the ethical foundations which lead to these things are affirmed by Christian theology. That's actually one of our sort of core points and core values in our core value statement as we talk about that, is, is these things are affirmed by Christian theology. So I would have to imagine that all things being equal in a pre-fall state, the profit motive would work the same way it does now. Now, again, there's a lot more that could be said there because Christians in particular are required to be charitable and we're required to love our neighbor and you're required to take responsibility for your family and for your community and your church community and all these sorts of things. And the church is a family ultimately. So, I mean, to that extent, there's a higher ethical command pushing Christians towards caring for for the world in general, but especially for one another. Uh, And so if we're talking about a pre-fall state where everyone's kind of in perfect harmony with God and there's no sin, then obviously that ethical imperative would still apply. But that doesn't mean that the profit motive wouldn't apply because in a sinless state, you can still desire to produce things and to profit and to grow and you can still trade. And and I think in, in the new earth, whatever that looks like, and I don't think we can get overly specific on what it'll look like, but a big part of it, at least if you kind of follow the line of thinking laid out by N.T. Wright and others, which I happen to on this point, uh, is that really what we're looking at is renewed humanity in its truest sense. Uh, so it's not otherworldly per se. It's, it's the best form of what human society and life was meant to be. And I think that trade and markets are part of that. They just will be unencumbered by sin. And so that's that's kind of what we're heading towards. And so had there never been a fall, I think it would have looked somewhat similar to that. Yeah. And when I kind of started with like mentioning that it was an economics question, I think what I had in mind was the part of the answer that I had in my my head as a way to respond. Nick, I really liked all the thoughts that you had there. That was, that was excellent. But my addition to that would be Well, the profit motive is an important thing to talk about, which you did, but profit itself is actually a function of how well are we using resources. 
And there is the question of like, well, would there be scarcity in the Garden of Eden? And do we even need a signal to actually tell us that we're using resources in a wise way? It would probably end up being a little bit different because profit would then be telling us, well, which resources should we be spending our time? Because I mean, time in and of itself, like if we had an abundance of resources, I don't take this kind of view of like the Garden of Eden where it was just like everybody could be lazy and not do anything or anything like that. And we just have abundance without work. I don't think that's what the Garden of Eden was to be like. But if we have things, we have a limit on time, we have a limit of what we can do, and production has its limits. And so we have to have something. There has to be a signal that says, well, here's what we should do with our time. Here's what we should do with our resources and our skills. And so profit would have that function as well, plus all the other wonderful things Nick said. This podcast was inspired by our popular book, Faith Seeking Freedom, which is available on Kindle, softcover, and audiobook at faithseekingfreedom.com. Want your questions answered on our podcast? Email us at podcast at libertarianchristians.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so we can reach more Christians with the message of liberty.